You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, The Heart Healer. Good evening. This is RJ. It appears Eileen's microphone is not functioning, so please stand by and we'll get her back on. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb. Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Again, this is RJ. Eileen is connecting back, so stand by. We'll have her on. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night. For Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb. Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.
Well, prayers that this is working. RJ, can can you hear me okay? I certainly do. Welcome back. All right. So let's try this <laughs> again. <laughs> Thank you. Let, let me begin again. For those of you that, that um, have been in the queue and listening, my apologies. Um, technical difficulties, to say the least. So what I was saying was, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm Eileen, the heart healer, and so grateful to join you each Sunday night and share some heart-centered wisdom and offer some free readings. And um, I was starting to share uh, what kind of questions can you ask, because uh, the type of readings that I offer are question-driven readings. Um, And so the types of questions that you might consider can be anything that that you feel by getting clarity or information might empower you somehow in this journey of life. Whether it's a relationship issue, um, a business-related issue, perhaps it's a medical intuitive question, you're dealing with some physical symptoms that have been a challenge and you haven't quite figured out what the underlying cause is, these are all appropriate questions. You are also welcome to ask broader spiritual questions that are of a general nature. Um, and we'll see what comes through for sure. If you're having challenges in relationships and you're not quite understanding what the underlying cause for that challenge is, that would also be a reasonable question to ask. And so for the wisdom sharing part of our show, um, which we begin with each month, I was asking Spirit, you know, what do we talk about tonight? I do this before each show. And I don't do it a long time before this show because I want to get the energy of what's going on right before the show begins and ask what type of wisdom would serve the highest good of our listeners. And so one of the things that came up as I asked that question was, what does healing look like? You know, healing can be defined in probably an infinite number of ways. And so we won't be able to talk about all of them on our show tonight. But we can talk a little bit about that. And the intention is that by sharing this information, it will empower you to consider looking at this healing journey, this journey of life that you're on, perhaps in a little bit of a different way. So when we talk about healing, I always go to the energetic dynamic and what that means from an energetic perspective, because I've been blessed to be offering energetic healing modalities for 24 plus years. And tag that on to, dare I say it, almost 50 years of nursing It's an interesting combination. And so the medical intuitive hat that I wear brings my uh, nursing experience and understanding of the body into play. And I find that to be a really wonderful expression of these gifts. But from an energetic perspective, I like to think about who we are, the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, the energetic as the true holistic model. And when all these different aspects of who we are are in balance, 
we feel fabulous. When one of them is not in balance or more than one of them is not in balance, we feel pretty not okay. And what does not okay mean? That can be everything from being edgy, feeling ungrounded, not sleeping well, to having full-blown manifestation of physical dis-ease. And when I say dis-ease instead of disease, I do so with great intentionality. And the reason for that is, is that any manifestation of physical symptomatology that we have, that we co-create, more likely than not, on an unconscious level, represents a lack of ease with who we are being in our relationship with ourselves first. And so we can define in allopathic terms any of the diseases that we manifest, from diabetes to cancer to allergies to asthma to a fractured bone to trauma. It doesn't matter what it is. There is always a mind-body connection that is the underlying or root cause. The sneaky thing about this is that we don't do this consciously. And so when we manifest symptoms in the body, to me, the most empowering way to be in relationship with that is to look at it as information that is being gifted to each of us for us to look at who we're being in our relationship with ourselves and then make conscious choices as to how to heal it. So, for example, a diagnosis of, let's see, a diagnosis of cancer of any kind. If we look at Louise Hayes' Heal Your Body, this is a small book that is not a book that you sit down and read from front to back, but it is a wonderful tool, a reference book, that gives an alphabetical listing of physical manifestations of dis-ease and what the the mind-body connection is, what the thought process is. And there's always emotions that go with it. And then Louise also offers a new thought pattern or an affirmative statement, a positive statement to help shift how we've been being in that part of our relationship with ourselves. And so I highly recommend to all of my clients that they purchase that book. It's a small book. It's like $7.95. You can usually pick it up at a health food store. You can always buy it on Amazon or through Hay House Publishing, which Louise Hay started many years ago. But it's a great tool. But don't look at it as something to be in judgment of yourself for. Look at it as information that your spirit is doing its best to communicate to you through your body. It's why we say this is a co-creative process, because we don't do it consciously. But the healing can be. And that's the most empowering journey of all, is knowing that we have the ability to shift who we're being in this relationship with ourselves by making conscious choices. So the diagnosis of cancer, that disease process, Louise Hay refers to it as, um, and I'm not going to remember all the words. So it is holding resentment. It's hatred. It's 
a feeling of what's the use. There's more to it than that, but I'm not remembering all the language of it. And it's across the room from where I am and I can't get up and get it. So that gives you an idea. So how does one shift that way of being? Well, one takes a look at what is it, if it resonates with them, what are the things that they are holding resentments about? What are they so angry about that it's to the extreme? And what is it about who they're being in their lives or their life experiences that they've had that brings up that feeling of what's the use? Like, why bother? And keep in mind that these types of diseases, no matter what the type of cancer it is, have been in the energy field for many years prior to coming into the body. And so you want to look back even sometimes 10, 15, 20 years, if it doesn't make sense to who you are right now. And look at who you've been in your relationship with yourself During those years, it might make more sense that way. So there's so many different ways of looking at the different symptoms that we manifest in our bodies and the actual diseases that we create. Keeping in mind, we don't create them consciously. So please do your best to not go into judgment about any part of it. Because we always make the best choices every step of the way. And it's only in looking back at a past choice that didn't turn out quite the way we would like it to have done that we're in judgment of it. We certainly don't judge things that we've chosen in the past that have turned out well, right? And so judgments are always going to be something about the past. And if you could have made a decision differently, you would have. So it's that would have, should have, could have syndrome. That whenever you find yourself using that language, know that you are stuck in the past, attached to something in the past, and you're in judgment of it. And there's no power in the past. Just like if you're feeling anxious, or you're in fear, or you have that low-level anxiety that, that you've been dealing with for a while. That's fear. And there's nothing you can do about it because it's not a fear about something in the present. It's a what if about the future. We have no power to change the past. We have no power if we are living in the future, worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. The only place we have power in terms of this journey of healing that each of us are on is by being in the present moment as much as we possibly can. And the additional power that we have by being in the moment is by making conscious choices. This is so incredibly important whether it's a relationship challenge, whether it's a physical disease, no matter what it is, if you're not okay with some aspect of your life, this principle will apply. If you're in judgment of it, you're in the past. You can't do anything about it. Learn from it. Come back to present. Make a different choice consciously. If you're in worry, you're in the future. 
You can't do anything over there. You're not there yet. Again, the only place to go is into the present moment. Make a conscious choice here and now. Choice is what gives us power. Everything else is an illusion of control. And that's why it's an illusion. It doesn't really exist. So I invite you to consider what is it that you're struggling with right now? And can what we've just talked about empower you to look at that differently? To feel more empowered in the moment to address it in a way that will be more empowering for you. Everything is information. The emotions we feel, the thoughts we have, the words we speak, it's information and it's all energy. And so the more present we are in the moment, the more a gift it is to us. That's why it's called the present, right? And the reason why it's such a gift is because if we are paying attention to all that information, the words we're using, they define how we're in relationship to something. So it's important to pay attention to the words we use, what we're feeling, information that tells us how we're being in relationship to, to whatever it is, a person, a place, an experience. And when we gather all that information, it helps us then to decide a course of action consciously that can empower us to create change in a good way. So I hope that this information has been helpful to you in some way. If you have a diagnosis of something on the physical level that you find to be challenging, I really do invite you, pick up a copy of Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. Most of the content of that book is also in her workbook, You Can Heal Your Life. It even includes information about each vertebra in the back. What part of the body that energy, the energy feeds or that vertebra feeds and what the thought pattern is that is the cause for the dis-ease to that part of the body. You might find it to be very valuable. And if it doesn't resonate with you when you're looking up something that's connected to what you're feeling or knowing that you have on the physical level, Go back to the first time that you experienced anything like that symptom. So let's say your low back is bothering you. And the low back is about support, and it's about uh, fears related to financial support, not feeling financially supported. But it's also the second chakra, the second energy center, which is the doorway to the emotional body, the layer of the field that holds all our emotions. And so there can be a connection to that. So let's say in this moment, you're not having money issues. But let's say the low back issue started when you were 14 years old and your family was really struggling. You know, perhaps you have a single parent household and your parent that you were living with was really struggling hard to make a living to support everybody in the house. The root of it began then. And so we move that forward to help us to really understand what's going on in the body. And then we can make very conscious choices about the best way to heal it. 
to clear that energy pattern that represents that old belief system, that old dynamic, the old emotions, the old words that created it. This is part of how I work with clients that I, that's the part that I love the most because it just brings so many amazing aha moments that help people to understand how they got to where they are and to feel empowered to move forward in a very wonderful way. With that said, enough wisdom coming from my heart to yours. Let's begin with our reading. Oops. And before we begin, RJ, just one more quick thing. This week is our new moon clearing call. We do a monthly new moon clearing call for those of you that are new to the show and new to who I am. Um, it is this week on July 11th. What is that? Is that Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. And it's at 12 o'clock. To get more information and to register for this call, it is a free call, about a half an hour, 35 minutes, um, 40 minutes tops. If you go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, and click on the events, E-V-E-N-T-S tab, you'll see a calendar pop up. Click on the 11th of July. And there'll be a link there that you can click on to register for the call. It'll take you immediately to the page with the call-in information. And you will receive, once you register, you only have to do it once, you will receive follow-up emails, reminders the morning of. And um, next month, you'll receive two reminders, one the morning of and one a few days before. I invite you to go ahead and put that on your calendar each month. We tell you what when the new moon call is going to be for the following month. And it's also in my events calendar. It's a wonderfully empowering call that helps to clear all the incoherent energy, that dense, nasty energy that it's time to let go of, to clear out of that field that is you. And it helps you to get clear as you set your intentions for the next lunar cycle. Because the new moon is all about setting intentions. And when we have this energy system that is us nice and clear, it's so much more empowering to set our intentions from that place of being. And one more thing I wanted to share with you. If you love cruises and you're an entrepreneur and you want to really expand your relationship to yourself and your business, then please join me September 30th for the Business Acceleration Summit at C. If you go to businessaccelerationsummit.com forward slash cruise, you'll see all the information there. It will be a week uh, sailing out of uh, Cape Canaveral, which is um, near the Orlando area in Florida. And we'll have a delightful week on this cruise. I will be one of the presenters. I have a 90 minute block of time to help transform people and their relationship to themselves and their business. I am so excited. And the conference is only three days. The rest of the time, we're going to three countries. It will be just amazing. So I invite you to consider joining me for this amazing opportunity for personal growth and expansion and more success in your business. So I think that's it for now. All right, RJ, I'm finished. (laughs) Where's my RJ? Yes, you can hear me. Yeah, I oh, can. I <laughs> Hi, sweet man. 
Good evening. Well, Thanks let's for stepping see. in for me. Thanks for stepping well, in and get, to, keeping uh, my back. Uh, when things work great, you expect the show to start just like it was when we were testing things. And guess what right. happens? It didn't. <laughs> so it we does just handled it. It does. But thank you for stepping in and supporting me. I'm always so grateful for your kind presence, RJ. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. All so right. where are we we're starting with our readings to, tonight? We're going to go to New York and speak with Crystal. Okay. Good evening, Crystal, and welcome to the show. Good evening, Abby. Thank you. Thank you for having You're me. You're welcome. How can we be of service tonight? Okay, so I have a job interview tomorrow, and uh, I, I listened to what you said before. <laughs> I'm trying not to live in the past, you know. Right. And um, I'm asking, can you tell me, do you think I'll be getting a job tomorrow? Would everything go well? Let's. Let's connect in with that and see, okay? So take a couple of just gentle breaths into your heart center, Crystal. It's that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. Focus your breath there for me for just a moment. We're just going to ask for any and all information for you, Crystal, about this job interview that you are having tomorrow. So I feel a lot of fear about this. Are you nervous about this interview? I have actually been in the office team for like three years. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So are you are you feeling like you don't have what it takes to do this job and they're going to be able to see that when you go for your interview tomorrow? Is that part of what's coming oh, no. up for you as part of your um, no, I know that I can do the job once I put my mind to it. It's just that, um, I guess, expressing myself in an interview, you mm-hmm. know, getting nervous, uh, that's what mostly con- I'm concerned with, but I definitely know I can do the job. Okay, so this is what I want to say to you. The success of this interview is all dependent upon who you're being mm-hmm. in the experience. So... Focus on your knowing, as you just shared it, that you can do this job. Okay. And and it's less about them interviewing you. I often Mm -hmm. advise people when when they bring this kind of a situation to me that they think of this less as this person interviewing them than they do that they are interviewing the potential employer. It's a very different perspective. It's more empowering because really this is also, it's not just about them interviewing you. You're also interviewing them to see if you're going to really want this job. And so I'm going to invite you to consider that when you step into that interviewer's office and stand in your light with that knowing that you have all the requisite skills for this job. It's just a matter of whether you really want it or not. Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. So if you do and you find that the energy of the person interviewing you speaks to you, if you find that the environment that you'll be working in feels comfortable to you, you know what the work is going to be, and you feel that this is something that you are 
way skilled for, that you have no challenge at all with knowing that you can do the work, then my sense of it is that you have a greater than 50% chance of getting this job. Okay. Okay. There's always a chance that they will choose someone else. But I will tell you that when you walk into that interview with a sense of I'm interviewing them Mm -hmm. as well as offering them the information that they need to see if I'm a good fit for them also, but you're looking to see if they're a good fit for you too. Right. And I agree with you. You have all the requisite skills for this job. I can feel that. So you want to keep focusing on that. Okay. And when you focus on what your gifts and skills are, it's so much easier to articulate that in a way that is comfortable and relaxed and from a sense of empowerment versus feeling less than, right? Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, yes, it does. (laughs) I'm really feeling like there is a very strong possibility that you will get this job, but it will be greatly Mm -hmm. enhanced by how you go into the interview. Okay. All right. So go in with it knowing that this job is yours, knowing that you have all the requisite skills, And knowing that this is not just about them interviewing you, this is about you also interviewing them. So consider some questions that you would like answered that will help you to be clear about whether you really want this job with them. Right. Definitely. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. You are very welcome. (laughs) I wish you much success with it, Crystal. I can see you sitting there being very confident and Mm -hmm. very clear in your communication. You see it yourself too. Visualize it tonight and visualize how you want this interview to go before you step into that office. If it's a done deal and the job is yours, if you want it. Okay. Great. Good Thank luck, you. sweetie. Thank you Thanks so much for calling. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. You're welcome. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, RJ. My bags are packed. Where am I traveling to? Just a little bit south from New York into New Jersey. And welcome, Jessica. All right, Hi. my home, my home state, Jessica. Good evening. Hello. <laughs> How can good I be evening. of service to you tonight, honey? What's up? Well, I feel a little silly asking you about this, but I would love to be in a place of back, be feeling empowered about it. Um, okay. So my birthday is coming up uh, within the week or so, and I've been feeling really excited about all the things that are developing, and I've been really calling in my life partner. Um, So I was just speaking to someone who does astrology and just a general comment about like, oh, yeah, when's the love life happening? I'm excited about this, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, you get one of those readings that you don't really like. (laughs) And (laughs) someone someone said, you know, well, I think you're going to get into a relationship this year, but because like you're Neptune or something is on something when your birthday that you have to be very discerning and I don't think it's going to be a long-term thing 
And it just sort of crushed. Again, I know better than that to let someone take my power, but um, and sort of call the shots. But I, it still sort of, you know, kind of tings at me of like, oh, Mm. you know, it brought up. I realized that it brought up fear for me of like, wow, I've been single for long, a long time, and you know, I really want to be quote settling down with someone, which not settling down, but, you know, living my life with someone and I'm getting older already. I, that's really sort of ticking on me that, you know, I want to have a family. So Uh the idea of maybe going another year of this person not being it, whoever that is, you know, out in the future who comes into my life, whatever that, you know, even if it's tomorrow, it's still the future. Um, So I don't know how to kind of get back into this place because then, you know, supposedly they're looking at my chart and, you know, that crap. Okay. Uh, so, no, it's not crap. I, I want to say something to you because one of the things that I really heard you say that you were told, and then I'll tap into it, um, is, okay. is that you were told to be very discerning. That to me is, is like the most empowering statement that anyone can gift you with. So yes, as you interpreted what this person shared with you, you know, it is still an interpretation of the chart. We're all human. And so you take what speaks to you and you toss the rest of it. Right. But, but what is it? Don't toss the baby out with the bathwater. If there's something there that's pushing a button for you, then you might want to take a really good look at what is it that's bringing up this fear and how can you work with it rather than thinking of it as that it took the wind out of your sails and you feel like you're giving your power away because it's bringing up all these emotions where I see this as a great gift. Okay. So it's, it's all, Mm -hmm how you're being in the experience, no matter what the experience is. So just breathe into your heart center for me, Jessica, for a moment, just a couple of breaths, focus your breath, breathing into your heart and out of it. And so I can feel that mm-hmm. angst, right? And, yeah. And, it, it totally that needs, me down. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. that needs, that needs to be lifted before you can do anything because that's yeah. you with you. That has nothing to do with anybody else, okay? So really what's coming up here is that your fear button got pushed, and and it's important that you look at it. It's only information. If you were listening to the beginning of the show, emotions are just information. Mm -hmm. They help us to know who we're being in an experience so we can make a conscious choice, okay? So if I ask for any and all information for you, Jessica, that speaks about the timing of, of bringing in your divine romantic partner, your beloved, so to speak, someone that you can stand next to in life, <clears throat> someone that you can have a mutual relationship with. You see, I don't see that person as being that far away from you. And that may be what they sensed also. But the question is, if there is a potential divine partner and it's very close to you and there's an aspect of discernment that they're warning you about, right? So what happens is this, and this is kind of what I'm feeling the energy is, and you're the only one that can tell me whether it's true. 
So you're saying it's been a long time since you've been in a relationship. So I want to, what I want to say to you is, is the relationships that you've had in the past, have they been less than ideal for you? Yes or no? Oh, 100%. Yes. Okay. <laughs> stop. Stop. Okay. And have you noticed that they are similar with a different face and body, but that the dynamic was the same? Yes or no? Um, yeah, I've gotten better over the years, but for sure, this is like, do not compromise. I know I get that it. this time around. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is the, the classic, um, quote unquote, abusive relationship pattern, right? Yeah. It's, it's where the abusive relationship pattern can be one where it's all out physical, emotional, verbal abuse versus the subtleties of choosing to be in a relationship that is less than loving. Okay. And, and what I understand energetically about this, I hope will help you. This is the pattern. What happens is a person attracts the same person over and over again, and they don't get it right away, you know, because that's who they see themselves as worthy of being in relationship with. And so the first time, maybe the relationship lasts 10 years, right? And then they go, I'm done with this. I am so over this. This is not okay with me. They walk away. Okay. And then they're feeling, okay, I'm ready. I really want to be in a relationship. And so the next person comes in. They feel familiar. And the familiarity makes them feel comfortable. But that familiarity that makes them feel comfortable is just the same person in a different body and face that they were, that they were with for 10 years. This time takes them three years. And after three years, they actually get it much sooner than that, but they don't really recognize it consciously and they don't make the choices. So three years later, they get it. Oh, this person's the same person and they walk away. You're in that choice point. It feels to me, Jessica, where you're going to meet someone because it's been a while, as you said, and you're going to get this opportunity to get it immediately that this person isn't for you, that the familiarity of who they are and how it feels being with them is not a good thing. Rather, it's information telling you to really pay attention. Is this person the same person with a different face and body that you've been with before? And so what happens is, when you get it almost immediately, you're sitting across a dinner table from them or a breakfast table, you know, having, having your first meal with them, right? Or you go to meet them for a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a drink, and you're sitting with them and there's something familiar and you get it immediately. And you go, no, thank you. I get what this is. This is not a person for me. And you don't worry about tomorrow. You don't worry about a ticking time, you know, a clock. You simply say in this moment, this person is not for me. When that happens, Jessica, right behind this person is the person that you've been waiting for. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, this is stuff I actually teach, which is the, the comedy behind <laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I totally get it. Um, and I had that experience last year that it was, 
it was much quicker, like within a couple of weeks that somebody came in and I was like, whoa, same old stuff again. Okay. So I know that you're saying, okay, well, you take what's good, you discard what's bad. And I think that's maybe easier said than done. How is it that, because I know myself or my old self, you know, maybe, of that might sit with me for a while in the back of my mind of, well, they said, no, next, this year is not the year. For, you know so what? how do you just say How you shift no? that in your mind is this. This is a free will dimension, which is why I give future um, readings. Because every choice we make, Jessica, changes the timeline. So there are potentials, but every choice made along the way changes everything. And most of that's in a good way. Yeah. I rarely okay. say, oh, I absolutely see this on, you know, June 23rd in 2020, this is what's going to happen. There are some readers that are very gifted in doing that. That's not how I read. But I can tell you that the energy of the person that's the closest to you, and I don't know what that time frame is, it could be weeks that they show up, is not the person that's for you. But very soon behind that, and I don't know what the timing is because it depends on the choices that you make between now and then, is an absolutely amazing divine partner for you. So the choice is yours. Just let it go. Right. Yeah. It's just okay. information. Thank it's you. It's one person's right. interpretation of the energy in this moment, just like mine is. This is my interpretation of the energy as it's offered to me in this moment. Everything can change tomorrow. Right. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm going to write, I'm going to do some journaling about that fear that it triggered with me too. So I will look at that as a, that I do believe that that is a gift for me because it's like, wow, I'm Fabulous. still carrying that stuff. Yeah. I'm Fabulous. ready to release that. Yeah. And the other thing Thank is, you if you much. love to journal, Jessica, I'm going to ask you to consider um, just scripting what this relationship is supposed to look like for you. Who is this divine partner? You know, okay. think of it as writing yourself a letter from, you know, a year from now. You're bumping into somebody that you haven't seen in a year and you're sharing with them everything that happened. And part of that is meeting this amazing divine romantic lover. Yeah, he I haven't is, done that in a super long time. He or she is time. perfect. Yeah. That's something that you want to do. <laughs> Journaling is a powerful tool, and the visioning and the emotion with it, so powerful. Yeah. Thank you very much. I, I needed that. You're Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, honey. Have a good night. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Well, we're skipping back over the river back into New York and speak with Kat. Okay. Good evening, Kat. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My joy. What can we do for you tonight? What's up? Well, I was wondering if I'm doing something wrong, I keep 
getting into the situation where I'm just attracting people that I don't really see it as relationship material um, for many reasons. Either their personality is not matching up with me or I just see them as friends because there's no attraction. Uh-huh. So I'm just wondering if this is like just a pattern that we'll keep repeating or if there's anything I can do to sort of bring in that um, relationship I've always been looking for. Uh, you absolutely can. And so, Kat, if you've been listening to the last caller, this is it's an interesting pattern, right? And so mm-hmm. if we're attracting people to us that are not our ideal partners, mm-hmm. people that don't match the ideal of what we would like to have in our relationships. And that doesn't, that can be a romantic partnership. It can be a business partnership. It can be friendships. It can be any kind of relationship. What I know is we attract who we are being with ourselves. So if you're attracting people that are not your ideal that you would like to have in a partnership, then the only place that you can look is who you're being with you. And it's not that you're doing anything wrong. Please give up the need to be in judgment of any of it. Rather, look at it as information that is helping you to see that you're being asked to make a different choice about who you're being with yourself. So explained in another way, if you've ever been on the show before or listened, the reason why I'm called the heart healer is because it is my sole purpose for being here to teach conscious heart connection. Because what I know and trust and believe is that that's what we are all learning. We are all remembering Excuse me, during this lifetime. Let me just do a little water. Hold on a minute. And so what I mean by that is everyone that's in a body right now, whether they're consciously aware of it or not, is here for the same sole purpose. To remember how to be a loving presence unto themselves first. If we are less than loving in how we treat ourselves how we speak about ourselves or to ourselves, less than loving with the choices that we make about who we keep in company with, then everything is a mirror of that. Does that make sense to you? Definitely, yeah. Okay, so it's not anything that you want to go into judgment with because that's something in the past choices in the past that you're going to be in judgment of and you're going to stay stuck in it and you're not going to be empowered to make a change. So trust that whatever choices you've made in the past, all good, they just don't feel good. So in this present moment, how you shift from being in that pattern to a new pattern is you you want to look at where does the pattern come from? Is it a childhood issue? And if it is a childhood issue, we can clear these patterns. They are they're energy patterns of thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, experiences. 
we can't erase them from our, from our memories, but we can clear the energetic charge that keeps us in the pattern. And we can also learn new tools that will help us to be in that relationship with ourselves in a loving way so that our choices reflect that. And once we start changing who we're being with ourselves, then we start attracting exactly who we are being. Make sense? I'm kind of wondering how I can take like the, the little steps necessary to get there, though. So working with someone like me is one of the ways that you can do it. You can set up a free strategy session with me if you want to. To do that, you would go to my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. And there's a button there for a free strategy session. And we can talk about it more specifically for you as an individual. But one of the first things that you can do to start the process, that one step, is to simply start breathing into and out of your heart center. I know that seems very simplistic, but it's a very powerful tool. As you begin to more consciously breathe into and out of your heart center, your whole energy system will start changing. Your vibration will start elevating. The whole essence of who you are starts changing. You get calmer. If you're, if you're one that tends to live on a more anxious side, you get less anxious because that vibration of love that you're connecting with as you breathe into and out of that heart center of yours is such a high vibration that it helps to shift or change the energy of anything that doesn't feel good. Does that make sense how I'm explaining that? Yes. So that's a very big tool. You can always work with people, you know, in your community that can help you with the energetics of it if you don't want to work long distance. Um, are you in New York City or close to it? Yes, close by. Okay. So if you want to set up a free strategy session with me, if working with me by phone doesn't resonate with you, I can make a wonderful referral for you up there. If you want to work okay. with somebody in person, I know a couple of really divine people in New York City that are fabulous. Great. Oh, okay. Okay. Thanks for calling into the show, Kat. Change is afoot, honey. It's just about making choices. That's all. Breathe into your heart. And thanks so much for calling in, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Blessings. Bye. Bye now. All right, RJ, where are we off to, sweet man? We haven't left the Northeast. We're going back across the river to Philadelphia and speak with Donna. Okay. Well, I'm from the Northeast, so it's okay. I'm, I'm happy to be visiting the hometown area. Hi, Donna. Welcome to the show. Hi, Eileen. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, Hi, I may have spoke with you before. I'm not sure. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, listening to you and everything, I'm kind of confused with who I am. I was was married. I was with my husband for a long time. Um, We split up two years ago, and um, 
I did I tell you my name's Donna, by the way. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just jumping right in there. No, that's um, okay. I got you. Go ahead. And, and yeah, uh, we we both love each other. I I know that. I can feel that. He's distant towards me right now. Now I was talking to someone else, and they said within a couple years that wall's going to break down with him. And if I'm willing, he, he, he felt it. Um, uh, I don't know if this is confusing you coming, coming back, um, you know, within seven to nine weeks or something like that. And I don't, I don't like, I really don't know, but I was wondering, do you see, cause I don't, it's not like I'm afraid to be alone or that, that I don't want to be alone. It's just that I want to get on with my life and I know exactly what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you see, um, someone or my, this sounds kind of weird, my, or my husband coming in that wants the same thing that I do, or we could just grow together compatibility with someone to have a life with. Okay. So. And and I'm I'm uh, sorry. The only reason why I say my husband is because we have kids together, grandkids, uh and it just would be nice just to keep that. But I know I can't, like you say, I can't live in the past and I can't force him. But do you, do you see him coming around to, I'm not saying I'm wrong. I mean, I was right and he was wrong. I'm not saying that. It, it's just mm-hmm. that, or, or do you see us doing that and just making it work? I, I hear you. Um, did you walk away from the relationship yourself? For a, a couple years. Um, it was so weird. He He was... He was good to me. I, I love I loved my husband very much, and mm-hmm. I guess we we went through a lot. The kids got older, and um, we had our kids living with us. And mm-hmm. after he left, my son went and bought a brand new house. It's beautiful. My daughter has a beautiful um, apartment. My youngest son, he's twenty seven, still lives with me, but he stays in the basement, has his own life and mm-hmm. and now I'm just here by myself and now that we can make it work and we ha- we don't have all this chaos um I, I don't know you. if this makes any sense. It's confusing. You know what? It, it makes enough sense for me to answer the core question. Okay. Yeah. Both, it's complicated. Life is complicated sometimes, okay? And and I get that this is not about a fear of being alone or not being alone. So so when I ask on your behalf, Donna, um, what information can I bring forward for you that has to do with being in a um, a loving, compatible relationship? Um, loving someone does not necessarily mean that it serves your highest good to be with them, right? There's a reason right. why the two of you separated. And you can put your life on hold for as long as you want in the hopes that things will change. Right. But my sense of it is that there's a strong possibility they're not going to. 
And so you have to make a conscious choice. How long are you willing to put this life on hold for the possibility that he will change into someone that you can be day-to-day compatible with? Do you see the insanity in that on some level? Yes. It's and, like and we being work, with... We... Go ahead. Go ahead and finish your thought. Yeah, yes, we, we, we were compatible, but it's like I'm 56, he's six years younger than me, but we the six years doesn't make a difference. We were, it's it just circumstances that it, it was a hard for, thing for both of us. And I, he, my son actually works with him and he has nobody, supposedly he's, you know, by himself, and I, I did try the dating thing a, a couple mm-hmm. times, and I just don't, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's something I just don't see it. Because you're so out somehow going to change into someone that will fit the description of who you want to be with. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm. I'm just not seeing him changing into this person that you want him to be. He is who he is. And what you love about him is, is worth loving about him. But if you're looking for someone to stand next to and walk into the next phase of your life with, feeling that it's a compatible relationship, that you have common interests and goals for moving forward in life, I don't see that as being with him for right now. Oh, okay. But I do see you as being very attached to the familiarity of being with him. I mean, it's easy to go back to what you know, but you're also going back to the reason why you left or why he left. So unless those those circumstances have changed, then being back together with him is not going to be different. It might be in the beginning, but it will go right back to the patterns of the way it was. Right. The choice is always going to be yours. Right. With me, it has, because things are different, because just within that two years, so much has happened. And Mm -hmm. he's not, he hasn't come near the the house or anything. Um, I don't think we could see each other, because we both, one time in the two years, we did see each other, and... Oh, I'm sorry. It was just a sad situation. I hear you. I hear you. To find someone that you're compatible with, you need to let go of what is not. And create a new vision for yourself. Either that or for myself. Either that or step back into it and sit down with him and see where you're at. Yeah, he doesn't oh. want to talk right now. He he has no, um, you know, not right now. He doesn't want I to hear talk. It's, that's that's then, stubborn then why thing. Is this even, then why is this even a consideration? Yeah, I, I know. Time it's, to let go. I guess. Time to let go. Yeah. 
Because you can't have mutuality with someone that doesn't even want to see you. You can't have compatibility with someone that doesn't want to see you. He's entitled to his feelings, whatever they are. You're entitled to yours. It's time to let go and move forward. Give yourself an opportunity to bring in new love if you want it. But as long as you stay right. attached to this, you can't. Right. And I guess the only thing that's keeping me is because we all them years wasted. And the reason why we can't see each other because he his eyes fill up, he gets teary-eyed, and he, he's just stubborn. It's one of them, them things. And me knowing this, but you know what? That's, I guess, his problem. If two people cannot meet in the same place, then they can't. You can't force someone to move through the emotions that they're having to the next plane of being with someone. You either can work it through and move beyond it, or you can't. But you can't. But one person can't do it by themselves. It's not possible. Right. It doesn't right. work that way. Make sense? Yeah, that's that's what I was asking. Is when you said you answered the question that no, you don't see see him um breaking down that stubborn wall and I'm not you know in denial I'm not I'm pretty smart when it comes to myself like I'm not just one of them people that are um just saying oh yeah he he loves me whatever like I, I know he but he's just this kind of a stubborn person and now I, I deserve something that's that's real and like do you do you see that anywhere in my future the minute you allow yourself to let go of this is the minute the energy opens to that possibility. That this is not a simple let go for you. You've got a lot tied up into it, so it's going to need to be a very conscious process for you. But it's doable. You have to see yourself as single. You have to see yourself as ready to start a new life. You have to see yourself as it's okay to love him and not see any of this as wasted time because it isn't. Every breath you've taken between the time that you were born and, and right now, none of it's wasted time. Everything is an opportunity for learning. That's part of why we're in a body, why we're human. So none of it's bad. None of it's good. None of it's right. None of it's wrong. It just is. They're all opportunities for us to learn how to be a loving presence unto ourselves first. Right. So when... So when you consider bringing in another relationship or being in this relationship with yourself, just keep asking yourself, what's the most loving choice for me right now? You'll know. You'll feel it. Pay attention. Right. Okay, right. sweet and, lady. And, and I, yeah. And after the first year, I, I kind of did that. I, I was out there and I you know I did you know let it go or whatever and and mm -hmm. just nothing came like I went on a couple of dates and stuff like that and you so. can't attract new energy when you're still in the old you can't I'm going to invite you to do some kind of a ceremony that literally disconnects you 
from this relationship in a good way, in a loving way, honoring who he is, honoring what the two of you created all these years. And just allow yourself to release it with gratitude. When you can do that, you'll start attracting very different people. Okay? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Donna, thanks so much for calling. Have a wonderful rest of your evening up there in in my favorite city, Philadelphia, okay? Okay, and thank you. All right, honey. Blessing. All righty, bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, RJ, are we complete? We are. Ooh, And on time. (laughs) And on time. Not bad. Oh, thank you so much. I am so grateful. And thank you again for taking care of our technical challenges and letting everybody know that we were still on the air. I just wasn't. So I'm very grateful. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening. All right. Oh, thank you. My joy, RJ. All right. So we're going to close out our show in the way that we do each week. I'm going to invite everyone to please uh, join me next Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern time. We're here every Sunday night. And if you would like to join me for the new moon clearing call, please do. Um, That's this, uh, I think it's Wednesday is the 11th. um, And that's at 12 o'clock Eastern time. Any information about this event or any other events that I offer, you can find on my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash events. And if you are feeling that what we've talked about tonight speaks to you in some way and you'd like to bounce some ideas off of me as to some issues that you're having and you'd like to know how I might be able to support you, then go on my website to the contact page. That's EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. And click on the free strategy session little button there and schedule your free session with me, okay? And we can talk about what your issues are as you see them to be right now. And it will be my joy to share with you how I can serve you, all right? So as the heart healer, we complete our time together with much gratitude to everyone that called in tonight and shared a little bit of their their lives with us. I hope that the information that was brought forward for each caller has helped you as a listener in some way. For we are in the human journey, all experiencing so many similar things. And although we may have different bodies and different faces and different names, we have similar life experiences for sure. And so I'm very grateful to everyone that called in. So let's do some conscious heart connection for just a few moments together. If you would, if you're not driving, just close your eyes, relax your belly muscles, uncross your ankles and knees and arms, and begin to take some nice, deep, slow breaths. And allow that breath to focus as if you were breathing into and out of your heart center. That's that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. This is the energy center where our love emanates from 
and where we receive love into. It's where we connect with the essence of who we are, which is pure love. We're never without it. It's not something outside of ourselves. It is us. And so as you breathe into and out of your heart center, you can even imagine what the color of love is to you. So that with each breath in and out of your heart, you're imaging, connecting with that color of love, the love light that is you. And as you do, you imagine that every cell in your body that is connected to this love light, which is all of it, you begin to see that love light throughout your body from deep within you, from head to toe, every cell of who you are, including every cell of skin, vibrating and just so beautifully emanating this beautiful love light in the color as you see it to be. And because we can, we share that love. And so imagine as you're connected to the love light that you are, that you send some love down to the center of the earth, a gift to our dear Mother Earth who does so much to support us every moment of every day and night for eons. We are so grateful to her. So as that love light reaches the center of the earth, it begins to start emanating back in all directions, filling the entire planet with that beautiful love light, a gift to all who dwell within the earth. And it slowly emanates in all directions up through the surface of the earth, a gift to all who dwell upon her, you and me and everyone else. Beautiful gift. And that love continues to expand and emanate out in all directions into our atmosphere, a gift to all who dwell above her. And it continues to expand and flow unimpeded for there are no boundaries to the light of love. And it goes beyond our atmospheric boundaries out into the universe, into infinity. A gift to all who dwell beyond our borders in any dimension, in any reality, on any planet. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So imagine that love that you just gifted to so many is actually flowing back to you now. And it begins to surround you as a beautiful bubble of love light. And you can breathe that in. So what you know is that there is a never-ending resource of love that is within you that is connected to every cell in your body and is always surrounding you so that every time you breathe in and out, 
You're breathing in love and you're sharing love, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. Thank you for the gift of your love tonight. And I hope that my love has been a gift to you. Thank you, everyone, for joining me tonight. I'm Eileen Gottlieb, affectionately known as the Heart Healer. And this will complete our show for tonight. Blessings of love and gratitude and have a great evening. We'll see you next Sunday. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb. Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.